Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. It can be foolish. It can be naive investing in a man the way this woman is. But it is never a mistake if your man is really your king. Because a real king will never allow any woman to give him more than he gives her. But I'm getting ahead of myself because we're going to see that in the scripture. Stay with me. Verse 3. No, 11. There never again, ever, this was historic, came such an abundance of spice as the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. What I want you to see here, though, is she only gave him her spices after she tested him. Ladies, don't give up your spices too soon. There's this, I didn't tell it right in the first service. I'm going to try to tell it right this time. It's a Native American story. The elders of the tribe would, would tell dating people. And the um, story went like this. Well, you know, when, when it came time for the girl eagle, the, the woman eagle, to, to choose her mate, you know, first she prepared herself for the suitors and she, she got ready. But then her suitors came and they fly past and do all that stuff. And she looked them over quite well. And then she decided she would fly with one for a little while. And if she liked the way he flew, inevitably, she'd shoot for the clouds. And if the male bird could fly as high as her, first test. And ladies, you don't want a guy that's not trying to go where you're going. A guy without the capacity to operate on the levels you want to live. But then, you know, they start flying, but then again, she shoot up into the clouds. But this time she had a little stick in her, her beak. And the little, the, 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 the male bird would, would, would follow her. And ladies, you need to be sought. You need to be chased. You need someone that pursues you, someone that can keep up with you, someone that wants to go to the same heights as you. Don't lower yourself to keep him. Hire yourself and see if he can get up there and come. All right. So she's up there and she oops, drops the stick. The male bird sees, oh, he rushes and he races down. He catches the little stick. He brings it back up. Oh, she's like, all right. <laughs> sookie, sookie. So they keep flying together. Then she finds a bigger stick. She does the same thing. And Mel swoops down, grabs the stick, comes back up. Then finally, 
she gets a stick almost the size of a log. I mean, this is, again, this is an animal that picks up, you know, I mean, mean, the eagle can pick up a small deer. I mean, it's a powerful animal. And she go up real high, and he go up real high, too. And he'd be keeping up with her, and, and he's pursuing her. But then she, he, he, he dropped that log. And then the male eagle caught that final log, and he brought it back up. Only after he passed those tests was she willing to produce eaglets with him. Because part of the reason for the test is sometimes those little eaglets misbehave and fall out of the nest. And she wanted to make sure she had a man strong enough that could swoop down and catch them even in their mess and mistakes. But she did not fly low to find the man. She didn't give easy challenges to select her man. She flew as high as she could, picked up as heavy as she could, and only a man that can handle the weight did she select to be hers. Ladies, sometimes we give up our spices too soon. Let's finish in Chronicles 9 and 12. All right, yeah. I like this service, shoot. Call up your friends in that first service and ask them, what happened? Now, King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all she desired. Here's the secret, guys. Wisdom is better than a blue pill. All she desired. You want the queen in your life satisfied? Get some wisdom. Make better choices. Y'all scared to clap now. Y'all got religious on it, brother. But you come to my office for counseling. Now, King Solomon gave to the queen of Sheba all she desired. Now, you see... Forget what all the movies show us. Y'all, y'all working out and all that. It's good, you know, keep yourself happy and everything. But I want to tell you something. Using your brain is sexy. Intelligence is an aphrodisiac. Good conversation can curl her toes. Pay attention to what I'm saying. You see, a girl plays with your mind, but a woman explores it. And the queen of Sheba explored Solomon engaged him, not only physically, but intellectually. And their relationship was born on an intellectual level that later, history says, it became physical and actually, you know, some babies came out and that's a whole Ethiopian thing, that's another, we're not gonna talk about all that today. But King Solomon gave to her all she desired, whatever she asked, anything, everything, no matter what. But what I wanna say to you, but indeed, Someone greater than Solomon is here. This is a king with a queen. You could also say this is a king with his subjects. He didn't just give her whatever she asked. The next clause says much more than she had brought to the king. A king never allows anyone to give him more than he can give back. 
Pay attention. It was a shame or disgrace in that era in time for a king to give a gift lesser than one given by a subject. They don't think like we do today and a lot of people on the take and you know, just, that's just the way folks are today. But the way you demonstrated your kingliness, just okay, the queen of Sheba was a queen. So she came with a queen's ransom. Her gift represented her class. If she would have came with some McDonald's french fries and gave it to Solomon, he would have been insulted. But she gave a gift commensurate with her standing. So then the king had to give a gift commensurate with his standing. But indeed, someone greater than Solomon is here. So if we give to God commensurate with where we are, God is obligated by his godness not to give back to us commensurate with who we are. And my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. Consistent with his capacity. So when I give to God, I give him my best. But he doesn't give back to me like a human might. What he gives back is according to his capacity. So I offer him a little bit of praise. But then he shows up with a presence where I can't even stand. Why? Because a king gives a gift commensurate with himself. So there's no way that the queen of Sheba could have given more than the most powerful man on the planet at that season because of who he was. Likewise, when we give to God because of who he is, it is impossible. It is impossible for us ever to give more than the king eternal, invisible, immortal, the only wise God can give. So she turned and went back to her country. And if this is what a human king would do, and he made sure that the queen of Sheba, and Jesus put this in his mouth. Jesus knew that he was going to be resurrected. He knew what, what's about to happen. He's, he's about to shift into a whole new role. He's like, well, if, if, if your human king can do that, as great as Solomon was, he would not let someone leave his presence without much more than they came with. Do you think our God will ever allow any of us to ever beat him at giving. But indeed, someone greater than Solomon is here. I want us to listen to the words of Paul just in case you say, well, that was an Old Testament story. Listen to what he, he says. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Ministry obviously costs Paul a whole lot. A lot of pain, a lot of sacrifice and suffering. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. Because he knew something about God. 
We make God a religious figure. But when I read the Bible, I see that Jesus was a king. I see that the last accusation before he was put on that cross, are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus said to Pilate, yeah, it's, it's, it's as you say. Jesus spoke more times than not, not about things, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, liturgy and all those types of things church folk are, are interested in. He spoke about a kingdom. And a kingdom is ruled by a king. And then he go into parables about what kings did with various subjects. And then in even dealing with the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes here, he's like, if you want to understand who I am, you got to go to King Solomon. Because I'm not trying to be a religious figure like you guys. I am a king who rules and reigns, and I think differently. He said, for these reasons, I, I also suffer this thing. Nevertheless, I'm not ashamed. Sometimes God calls us to make big sacrifices. But indeed, someone greater than Solomon is here. For I know whom I have believed. If you really know the greatness of your king, nothing you give him could ever be too much. If you really understood, just like as a man, I can't let my wife give me more than I give her. I'm designed like that. And I'm not a man if I don't. Okay, clean that up. I got to give my wife more than she gives me. Now, it might not be more, actually, but, you know, in my book, I'm trying to say this right. If you're a king, you're not going to let a subject give you more. Now, she's not my subject. But we're the bride of Christ. Is he going to let his bride bring more than the table? In those days, it was the man that paid the dowry. But y'all act like y'all paying some type of dowry. God, just like as a man, I can't let her give me more. So she does something nice, I got to find a way. If I'm a man. Now, there's some other stuff out there. I don't know what they are. But if you're really a man, you're going to find a way. It's just like deep down in my manhood, I can't let that happen. Deep down in God's godness, he can't let any of us ever, ever outgive him. He will never let us leave his presence without leaving with more than we came in the first place. Watch, watch, watch Paul. For I know whom I have believed, and I am persuaded. See, that's the issue. Some of us say we know, but you're not convinced. And you got to get fully persuaded that you know that you know that he is able. Does anyone still believe in a God that's able to do abundantly above all that we could ask or think? Someone greater than Solomon's here. For I am persuaded, fully convinced, that he is able to what? Keep 
keep, keep, keep. Whenever you give to God, it never leaves your life. No matter what it costs you, if you obey him, you cannot lose it. What happens when the queen gave to Solomon, all that happened was that gift went into her future. Pay attention. She gave that gift, and she was ready to go home, but Solomon was like, no, before you go, I'm going to make sure that I do abundantly above all that you can even ask or think. And what you did there only went into your future. And when we give into God's kingdom, all we do is take what we have right now and put it into our future. He is able to keep, you know, you have some things that are valuable and you lock them up and you put them in banks, you put them in safes, you put locks on your front door and you do all those things to keep the things you care about most safely or keep safe because there is a thief. And God wants you to know that what you do for him will last. What you do for him, you will, God will see to it that it is kept. And when the keeper is watching, you hear what I'm saying? He who watches over Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. Unless the Lord watches over the city, they who watch, watch in vain. God watches over his word to perform it. And he who watches over the investments you make in his kingdom pays attention better than any accountant. You think the IRS is fierce? You hear what I'm saying? There's not a jot or a tittle. There's not one iota that he will miss because he is God alone. For I know whom I have believed And here's my question today as we begin to receive the advanced offering. Do you really know who you believed? Are you fully persuaded? And I'm persuaded that he's able to keep, watch this, what I have committed to him. Now, if you don't commit anything to him, he can't get anything back to you. So in order for this to work, you got to commit in order for him to keep. Jesus said it this way, what measure you meet shall be measured back unto you. So, if you respond to God with a thimbleful of response, he'll respond maybe with a hundred thimblefuls. But if you bring a wheelbarrow in, and respond in worship. You'll start hearing beep, 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 a truck backing in. You hear what I'm saying? The dump back. You hear what I'm saying? What measure you need is measured back on it. Yeah. How do you? And Paul was confident that that which he committed to God, what he did with his life, the sacrifices in his life, God would keep, God would maintain, and God would be faithful with And here's what I want to say to you today. I want to say this pastorally. If you cannot trust God with an offering, 
how can you trust him with your life? I mean, you're trusting him with your immaterial soul that he's going to take care of you and, and there's a real heaven. And how can you say you believe that? But you can't commit to him basic, practical, concrete things. And then he says this, to keep what I've committed to him, watch this, until that day. Why doesn't God give us everything back in this life? Because this life is not big enough. You cannot pour multiple gallons into a pint jar. And if you live 30, 40, 50, 70, even 100 years, it's not enough space for God to, to return to you. That's why he said 36, 100 fold in this life and in the one to come because this life is not big enough for the king eternal, invisible, the only wise God. It takes this life and all of eternity for us to see the generosity and the greatness and graciousness of our God. But do you believe that someone greater than Solomon is here? The only story about Solomon and Bathsheba is the story we just read. So if he's greater than Solomon, he's greater than Solomon in this context. And more. So the question is, when you come before him today, are you going to worship him as a king? Someone you know that will not leave you without leaving you better. Someone who will not take from you without making you stronger. Do not give to this church give to the God of this church the Lord of this church the, 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 the Jesus that has established this church because my Bible teaches that we cannot outgive God you have been listening to the live big podcast with Dr. Derek Greer for more information visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media 